Look with me, Lucy Parsons. Welcome to today's show. Today we're talking about why your revision might not be working and some of the conflicting advice that schools give. So very few GCSE and A-level students are taught how to revise by their schools. And judging by the responses to a question I recently asked on my Facebook page, those who are given some information about how to revise are confused. They're getting seemingly conflicting advice and it grinds them to a halt with their revision because without certainty about how to revise, they just don't know how to get started. In today's podcast and video, I'm going to explain why you're receiving conflicting advice about revision, the basic principles of revision that everyone needs to know and work within, and where and why you can adapt your revision approach to suit the way you learn best. We're also going to talk about how to learn how to revise once and for all. And if you really want to know that, the best thing to do is join me on one of my revision Kickstarter masterclasses. Now we've got one of those happening on the 11th of December 2021 but they happen throughout the year so if you've missed this one you can always sign up for a future one. Now in the Revision Kickstarter Masterclass I teach you or your child how to prioritise what to revise first in their revision to really help them gain the most marks. I help your child work out how they learn best They also learn about how learning works so they can adapt their preferred learning styles to the way that learning works for all human beings. And we create a revision plan for them for the upcoming exams that they have. In this case, um, we're preparing for January mock exams. And students also go away with a really good plan for how they can continue with their revision after their mocks so that they can um, keep working towards their final exams. So if you'd like to know more about that, you can find the links in the show notes for today's podcast or in the video, in the comments below this video. Okay, let's get on with today's show. Why isn't your revision working? Well, let's first talk about why you're receiving conflicting advice about revision. So, I mentioned before that I recently asked a question on my Facebook page and one parent responded, My son's form tutor is also his English teacher. This week she told the form class one way to revise and then told her English class a different way. Other teachers have said something else entirely. The conclusion of the discussion was to follow what Lucy says, (laughs) which is very nice to hear for me. Um, But where does this leave students when they're getting such conflicting advice from their very own teachers? Well, the answer has two strands to it. Firstly, there are different ways to revise for different subjects. And there are different individual teachers 
And, you know, the other strand of this is that different individual teachers have different personal experiences of revision and what works, and they bring this to their teaching. It could very well be that the teacher giving one set of advice to their form group and another set of advice to their English class isn't actually contradicting themselves. It's just the difference between general and specific revision information. So, what are the basic principles of revision? In order to revise effectively for exams, students need to know the basic principles of revision that apply to all subjects. And these are the four basic principles that we at Life More Extraordinary Academic Coaching teach to our students. So the first principle is to focus on your weaknesses. You need to focus on your weaknesses, your weaker knowledge and skills in your revision, because these are the things that will pull you down in an exam. Too many students stay in their comfort zones, focusing on the things they already know well and are good at. This won't get them very far with improving their grades. So the second principle is understanding how learning works. In my experience, most teenagers don't have a clear understanding of how they actually learn. This leads them to, to making a pretty poster, sticking it on the wall and thinking this means they know their stuff or lying on their beds staring at a page of a textbook. These approaches are never going to work. In module seven in the Extraordinaries Club, which is where I work with students to help teach them study and revision skills, and on our revision Kickstarter workshops, we teach our students about the learning machine and the important steps in it. After our last revision Kickstarter workshop, one parent emailed to say that just by seeing how the learning machine works, her year 10 daughter realized she was missing a crucial step from her revision and has now implemented that step. She can already see that her revision is more effective. Okay, so that was step two, or principle number two, with revision, understanding how learning works. The third principle is practicing skills. Too many students focus on their revision, or focus all their revision on memorizing knowledge and neglect practicing their exam skills until they've covered everything they need to know. This is a mistake because practicing skills helps with memorizing knowledge. It also means students have the skills they need to communicate what they know effectively so that examiners are able to give them the marks. It really doesn't matter how much someone knows if they can't demonstrate that knowledge by effectively communicating it to the examiner. The Revision Power Hour is a great way to practice skills whilst consolidating knowledge. And I've put the link to that in today's show notes and it will be below the video as well. Okay, so that was the third principle about how to revise practicing skills. Let's move on to the fourth principle, which is all about feedback. So, Feedback is a really important part of revision 
and it can come in many forms, such as marking your own work and understanding the next steps to improving it, having a friend look at your work and give you feedback, getting a teacher to mark your work for you, or seeing a friend's work and comparing it to your own. Feedback should always be about seeing what you're doing well already and what you can do from here to improve further. The Power Hour is also great for getting really constructive feedback on your work through marking your work yourself and asking your teachers what they think about the marks and next steps you've given to yourself. So that was the fourth principle of effective revision, which is feedback. And these four principles should be included in every student's revision all the time. So they give you the outline framework for revision. But there are specifics that you can and should alter and change. So let's talk about when you should do those things. So firstly, you should consider how you learn best. So every student, I encourage to look at how they learn and really incorporate the best bits and get rid of the worst bits of how they learn. Another factor to consider is the subjects you're revising because different subjects do require a different balance of the different principles, but also some subtly different approaches. There's also the level that you're working at. And if you're working at GCSE, you'll probably be doing slightly different kinds of revision as when you're um, studying for A-level or even if you're studying for a degree. And there's also variations in how you revise depending on the grades that you're aiming for. So let's look at some, some examples here. So firstly, different subjects needing different kinds of revision approaches. At GCSE, English language and maths require a different revision approach to the sciences. English and maths require a toolkit of skills and minimal actual knowledge. You just need to learn the tools and then practice, practice, practice using them until you're really slick by doing past paper questions. And that's where the power hour comes in. On the other hand, sciences require a great deal more content knowledge than English and maths. This means spending a lot more time memorising content by rote. However, you also have to do exam practice and mark your own work using mark schemes so that you know how to com communicate what you know. English and maths are about using tools. The sciences are about communicating what you know effectively. In these examples, what you actually do in your revision requires a very different balance. For example, in English, because there's less knowledge, you'll spend a lot less time making resources such as flashcards and testing yourself and a lot more time answering questions. With the sciences, the balance will be more in the direction of making resources and learning them with less time spent on past paper questions. But those past paper questions should still not be neglected. 
So let's look at how um, different levels of study require different approaches. So as you move from GCSE to A-level, you find that your approach to revision evolves. I remember mainly, using, mainly learning from flashcards for my science GCSEs, but when I did chemistry and biology A-level, I moved to using more revision notes on A4 paper because the complexity of the information didn't necessarily fit on a flashcard. Similarly, studying for my geography degree at university, revision was much less about knowing lots of information and much more about understanding different academics' arguments. This was another shift in approach but I still had to recognise where my weaknesses were and work on them. So, to really get your revision right, you need subject-specific revision advice to slot into the general framework of how to revise. All the different nuances about how to revise for different subjects can leave students feeling confused, basically. And I think that's where a lot of this confusion comes from. That's why we have subject-specific how to revise masterclasses in the Extraordinaries Club for all the most popular academic GCSE and A-level results. Expert teachers in each subject deliver the masterclasses. Many of these teachers also have examiner experience and they show your child the specific revision techniques for their subject at either GCSE or A-level. This gives your child confidence to go away and revise that subject with an approach that really works. But what you must never neglect is finding what works for you. So when I teach students how to revise, I'm really giving them the principles and framework for revision within which they can work, and then giving them the confidence to go away and find out what works for them. You simply can't revise effectively if you're constantly waiting for someone to tell you what to do next and how to do it. You need to take ownership of the process. Discover what works, ditch what doesn't, and let it evolve over time. So if you feel that your child needs to learn how to revise effectively rather than sitting there stuck because they've been given conflicting revision advice in the past and it's just not working for them, I really would love to see you at the Revision Kickstarter workshop on the 11th of December. It's a live two-hour very practical workshop and your child will go away with an effective revision plan that will work for them and they'll also be a great deal more motivated to get on with their revision. Visit the show notes or view the comments section below this video to get the link to sign up for the Revision Kickstarter workshop. Thank you so much, have a wonderful day and goodbye.